Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu everyone. I hope you're all doing well. I hope that you're all in the best of health and iman. And if you're not, may Allah help you through everything you're going through. Because he alone knows what every heart, what every soul is going through. He knows what you need. Even if you can't bring the words and the understanding yourself, he knows you better than you know yourself. So for everyone who's out there listening, may Allah grant you what you need, what is best for you in this dunya and in the akhirah, and may he give you from his love and his rahmah and barakah beyond anything you can imagine. May he give you success after success and good health and good iman and continue to strengthen the bond between you and him. Ameen, ya Rabbil Alameen. Ya Rabbal <laughs> Been corrected on that before. I'm sorry. I keep going back to my default. It's not Ya Rabbul Alameen. It's Ya Rabbal Alameen. Because it's, um, it's a monada. It's a calling. When we say Ya, whatever comes afterwards, if it was one name, like if I was talking about me, well, it doesn't really, it doesn't really make sense that way because yeah sabila it would have to be my name but when it's a mudaf mudaf ilay which is a construction of of so when we say rabbal alameen it means the lord of the universe the lord of all the worlds rabb is master or lord alameen is the worlds or the universe or basically everything in creation so and it also extends alameen to human beings jinn as well as angels so it's everything that allah has created um but when we say rabbal alameen well if you don't have the ya it would be rabbul alameen but when you say ya rabbal alameen it's rabbal alameen <laughs> just a little bit of arabic for you there in case you didn't know because that's something that i keep like i know it in my head but every time I go and say it, I say it wrong. <laughs> and I get people correcting me on that. So I'm really sorry. Please forgive me. Um, <laughs> we're all just learners, right? And Alhamdulillah, like if that's something you didn't know, then please share it onwards as well. Like whenever you're speaking to Allah and you're using like something that he is called by, like Rabbul Alameen, you can say Ya Rabbal Alameen and feel even closely connected to Allah because he's just gifted you with a little tiny gem of knowledge. <laughs> SubhanAllah. Like we don't know where it's going to come from, right? And I just thought that was a big reminder for myself. So why not just share it on, right? Every single opportunity we speak is an opportunity to share and to grow and to learn together. So Alhamdulillah always. <laughs> And actually today I was going to talk about my eczema. So since October 2022, I've been suffering from eczema. And it's really weird because before that I'd never had any like skin conditions. And I was really big on skincare. Like I used to be so strict on my regimen to make sure I had good skin. And I used to do makeup as well. So like I used to use my face as a canvas so sometimes it would be like nice makeup that you see or like glam makeup when you go to weddings and stuff but other times it'd be really artistic like colors all over my face <laughs> and 
when everything happened in October 2020, it just hit me so hard because after that, I couldn't wear makeup. <laughs> and that might sound really like weird and silly and stupid, but for me, after I had just spent the entire year or couple of years doing this artistic makeup and like it, it just felt like that was my expression like it felt so weird not to have that anymore it's like everything changed in my life my eyes swelled up really badly I had a reaction to something I don't know what it was it might have been in my skincare it might have been the makeup because I had a whole bunch of new products I kind of used together some of them were eye creams I had a new concealer that I was super excited about <laughs> I spent a lot of money on it oh my god so after that not being able to use all of my skincare stuff not being able to use all my makeup like it was really really heartbreaking actually because that used to give me a lot of happiness and joy like I had a routine I used to have these products that I used before I went to bed or every week I'd pamper myself and I like when my skin was good I felt really good so when everything changed and now all of a sudden I lost control like I didn't know what was happening with my own body with my own skin like I didn't know what to do and I didn't actually know it was eczema until like a whole year later like I went to the doctors and they were like we're gonna refer you to dermatology um it could just be like contact dermatitis so basically something has been in contact with my skin and now my skin has reacted so now I have to be really careful like I had to stop using so many products and it was really frustrating for me <laughs> it sounds so silly but honestly it changed my life and I've been dealing with that since then so it's been what like a year and a half now that I've had eczema but it's only been a few months since I've known that it is eczema and now that I know that it is and I've still not had a dermatology appointment in all of these years so I don't know when I'm gonna have one um but anyways the doctor told me it was eczema and then I've been using these creams and all of a sudden it started burning me so I couldn't use it anymore then I started researching into eczema and it turns out to be an inflammatory disease which means like basically our body when there's something inside of our body that our body wants to get rid of it takes it out in many different forms like vomiting diarrhea um it could come out in your skin as well like skin diseases rashes stuff like that so all of it is like a sign from our body to say that there's something that you're putting inside that shouldn't really be going in and when I was researching into it all then it said that the biggest kind of cause for eczema is sugar so if you cut sugar out of your diet because sugar is essentially a toxin it's like a poison for your body you're not actually supposed to ingest it um it's not actually good for you like actual sugar it's not good for you and I know we kind of know that <laughs> but like I've got I, I'm 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 a compulsive eater I'm a binge eater I'm a comfort eater so like sugar was a big thing for me <laughs> and then to think that that's what's been causing all my breakouts all my eczema flare-ups like literally it gets really bad like my eyes swell up my face swells up and then everyone looks at me like I've got leprosy or something and it's the worst feeling you know when people look at you like that 
like when the people you love look at you because you've got this on your face and you can't do anything about it and then they ask you questions like oh no what is it what's wrong and you don't know what to say like how many times every time I see everyone and they're constantly asking me like oh no what's wrong you got another eczema flare-up oh no are you okay what is it what caused it and I'm like I literally don't know and I don't like not knowing <laughs> it's like a control thing right and like this whole sense of I don't know what's happening to my skin I don't know what's happening to my body I cut out sugar and still I'm having flare-ups then I just started eating sugar again because now I feel sad oh my god I've really been going through it like even just today I've been having some Belgian chocolate mm, ice cream oh my god like I was so good for like two weeks I literally didn't have sugar I didn't have carbs I was being really good I like I put myself on this one meal a day diet I've been fasting a lot more been drinking lemon water I've been eating vegetables I made soup today but oh my god my emotions my feelings have been all over the place because when things got better they got worse again so honestly I just feel out of control I just feel like I don't know what's happening and it's really frustrating because it's not something I can hide either like my face is the first thing people see <laughs> and my eczema is on my face like you know how everyone else they have it like in their elbows or like in their knees and all their joints and like the skin you can hide on your body mine is on my face literally on my eyes my eyes and my cheeks and it's like it's it's so obvious when it's there because my eyes go red the skin gets really crusty like it's horrible and it's really painful actually to deal with it and it's like it itches so badly it itches so badly so at the moment I'm kind of going through it but then I also researched that castor oil helps so I've actually been using castor oil and olive oil on my skin because the other creams and all that like they don't work <laughs> they just burn me so castor oil has been really helping really soothing and the um, olive oil has been helping as well but the only thing is olive oil tends to get um, absorbed much quicker castor oil is like a thicker oil so maybe that's why it helps more because it takes longer for it to get absorbed into my skin so it's like soothing for longer the only thing is when I go to sleep then it's like it's already soaked in so when I wake up it kind of hurts a bit <laughs> oh it's something I'm kind of still getting used to I really don't know what to do about it to be honest but alhamdulillah I know this is a test from Allah and I know that it's a way for him to bring me closer to him a way that you know before it used to be like I cared so much about the way I looked and I feel like that's because for a lot of my life I felt so ugly and I felt so undesirable and then when I got into makeup like I could make myself look really nice so I kind of felt like I was more desirable I guess and I don't know when when everything happened to my eczema at first I didn't really take it that badly because my skin was still good apart from that like I've always been confident in my skin 
but it's like having that enhancement right like you get to look even prettier so I don't know like I've always had this deep seared like feeling that I'm just not pretty enough that I'll never be as pretty as other girls and I don't know I guess like if my skin isn't clear then I feel ugly if my skin is going through stuff if I've got spots then I'm already ugly if I can feel it coming up I can feel myself getting depressed again it's like and now with my eczema like I can't use anything I can't use products I can't use makeup I can't use skincare like I can't use anything because anything could set it off and like I I literally don't know what's going to set it off right now it seems like it's on my face constantly like I don't know I think the last time I didn't have it with my was my sister's wedding and it's been a couple of months now or a month I don't know when was it start of December what are we now like mid-January about a month and a half and like after my sister like on my sister's wedding alhamdulillah my skin was clear so I'm glad but then after that my eczema flared up so it's kind of just been really constant since then and I don't really know what happened like it was a really bad flare-up and then it got like calmed down and then it got really bad again and it's still on my eyelids still coming up on my cheeks it might be because i've been having these ice creams and chocolates again because i'm comfort eating but it might be something else and i just feel really confused to be honest so i don't know i really don't know what's going on and i don't like this feeling that i'm not in control even though i trust allah (laughs) i trust allah but at the same time i'm a human being and i have a lot of feelings and it's bringing up so many triggers of my past of these feelings of being undesirable of these feelings of not being pretty enough of these feelings of not being good enough that no one's gonna want me because I look like this like it's a horrible feeling and it's weird because I thought I'd already healed from all of this like I've been for therapy I've done the work I've done the healing I've done my journaling but there's more and more that keeps getting brought up and subhanallah like who would have thought eczema is the thing to just bring it all up for me (laughs) I don't know sometimes when I'm making my episodes for this podcast I do it when I'm feeling good and that I'm kind of like like I don't plan what I'm gonna say but I kind of have a vague idea of what I'm gonna talk about but I don't know not today not today not today not today I'm really going through it to be honest oh my god my eye is itching so bad right now and yes I am itching it please don't judge me yallah everyone who suffers from eczema i feel you man i feel you may allah give us all shifa and help us all through it i mean it's not easy at all it's not easy i mean like i always think like we live in a symptom-based society right like everyone deals with symptom management they don't really care so much about finding the root causes of what's gone on 
But also, something to bear in mind is if you have been dealing with things in a bad way for a long time, like years and years, like eating badly, not exercising, not moving, don't expect to just get better overnight once you kind of figure out that what you've been doing is not actually helping and not working. And don't be harsh on yourself either. Like right now I know sometimes I'm being really mean to myself. Like, oh my god, why am I doing this? I'm so stupid. And I catch myself when I'm being like that. I have to. I have to catch myself and remind myself that it's okay. It's okay to feel the way that I do. You know, I've been dealing with a lot growing up and not really being told (laughs) that I am beautiful you know not really having that validation when I was growing up and I needed it so now I have to learn how to give it to myself because it's not like anyone else will so sometimes life is really hard sometimes it gets really lonely sometimes it's like you just want someone to just hold you really tightly and just tell you it'll all be okay (sighs) even if it isn't okay right now and that's okay (laughs) I think we just need to get more honest. I need to get more honest about how I really feel, about what's actually holding me back. And the more honest I am with myself and with Allah, the more capable I feel of getting through everything. Because <sighs> at the end of the day, I'm never going to be in control. I'm, I'm never going to know what is going on inside my body. Only Allah knows. Like Allah alone knows. He's the one who is in true control. None of us are. Like, even if we feel like we are in control, it's like this illusion that we have. Yes, we have free will. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, like, our lives are His. My life is not mine, it's for Him. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. And all of these worries that I have of my skin, of how people perceive me, of feeling judged, all of these little, little things right now or in the moment, they might feel huge. But when I stop and just remember Allah, and I remember Allahu Akbar, Allah is greater than all of my worries. He's greater than all of my fears. He's greater than all of my doubts. He's greater than all of the negative things I say to myself. He is greater than anything I can imagine. And his love is greater than anything I could imagine or ever feel in this life. In a human sense, Allah's love is greater than all of it. Allah's rahmah is greater than any human compassion or mercy. But also Allah's anger is greater than anything we could humanly encompass. Which is why we have to be so careful to stay away from sins. But Allah has created us to be human beings. We're weak. We falter. We stop being thankful to him. We go into sins, sometimes knowingly, sometimes unknowingly. Sometimes big ones, sometimes small ones. Sometimes repetitive, sometimes only once. But in all of it, Allah is calling us back to him. 
He just wants to bring us back. Through all of our tests, he's calling us back to him. Through all of our blessings, he's calling us back to him. Through every moment of our life, he's calling us back to him. All we have to do is turn to Allah in every single circumstance, in every single moment, whether things are high, whether things are low, whether you feel weak, whether you feel strong, however you might feel in any given moment, just turn to Allah. Because in Him is our refuge. And whoever trusts fully in Allah, Allah is sufficient for him. Allah is enough. Allah is everything we could ever need and want and more. He thinks about the things we don't think about. He protects us from things we don't even know about. He gives us things that we don't even know about. SubhanAllah Ya Rabbi. I know that my eczema is both a blessing and a trial for me. It's both a blessing and a difficulty. Because through the difficulty, if I ever experience pain because of my eczema, Allah is cleansing me of my sins. If I feel like I'm being judged by people, then I retreat back to Allah. I cry to Him. Sometimes it's so painful, sometimes it's so hurtful. Knowing the way people see me. And it makes me realize that, you know, Allah has everything that we might go through. There is a prophet who's gone through it. You know, there's a story in the prophets every difficulty we might face, they've already gone through it and they're the best of people. They're the closest to Allah. So whenever you feel like you're alone, whenever you feel like you're going through something that no one else can understand, when your family don't understand, when your friends don't understand, when you've got no one else to talk to, talk to Allah. Look at the stories of the prophets because they're all there for a reason. They went through those difficulties so we know how to deal with things. La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu minadhalimeen. Ya Allah. Sometimes I wonder what my life would be like if eczema just never happened. The truth is I'll never know. <laughs> And opening the door of what if is shaitan. Shaitan doesn't want us to be happy where we are. He wants us to wonder about things in the past. He wants us to worry about the future. He wants us to run away from Allah. To run towards dunya. To run to distractions. And I'm not immune to any of this. I've been watching films all day. I've been praying, of course, having my salah. But I've been watching films. Because honestly, I've been feeling really upset recently. And I just think like last week, I was so motivated. 
well, the week before, whenever it was. <laughs> and then since then, I just feel really upset. I've just been really down. I've been eating badly again. But then today it was kind of like a mix of both because I did make soup as well. Healthy veggie soup. In case if anyone needs something like that, oh my god, it's so good. Like, I just chop up all the vegetables, whatever you might have. Like, today I put in cauliflower, broccoli, um, celery, pepper, tomato, cucumber. Then I put in a can of beans. Should I put in anything else? Can't remember. Um, and then I jumped. Yeah, I put in the can of beans. Oh, carrot as well. Like, big chunks. The chunks of these vegetables. You don't need to like chop it up small or anything it's just like huge chunks of these vegetables you put it in a massive pot and then cover it with water and then you just put in whatever spices you might want like i literally just put in a whole bunch of salt and then some chili powder and that's all i put in it's so simple like that's literally all i put in salt like the pink salt the himalayan salt and some chili powder yeah that's literally what i put in and then so you cover it up with water put it on to boil for like 15 minutes and then turn the heat all the way down and let it cook for like an hour and keep stirring it like every 15 minutes don't make the mistake that i did today and like just leave <laughs> for an hour i went upstairs to watch my film when i came down there was like no water left <laughs> don't do that like keep an eye on it but oh my god afterwards it tastes so nice like at the start all the veggies and everything like they'll be really hard so it's kind of hard to stir it because it's a full pot um but give it like give it some time and after like 15 minutes of boiling it on high uh everything would be a lot softer so you it'll be a lot easier for you to like um stir it up and stuff but that's just a really 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 easy way of having a healthy meal and it tastes so good like so good i can't explain i just keep wanna eat more and more <sighs> anyways <laughs> I am um, the thing is like if I was mean to myself because I've been having ice cream and I've been having chocolates in between when I really shouldn't because sugar is an inflammatory <laughs> if I'm mean to myself I'm not really going to get myself very far so I have to give myself love even if no one else does and that's why I'm letting myself have these times when I'm watching these films. Because I'm still making time for Salah. I'm still making time to speak to Allah. I'm still trying on getting a little bit healthier. And inshallah, at some point, I'll just stop all the unhealthy stuff. And fasting helps loads. Oh my god, fasting helps so much. So, I'm actually going to go back into fasting. I've already kind of started, but... So, I'm going to do, like, a water fast. 
I'm going to try to do it for as long as possible. Last time I tried to do it last week, or the week before, I had attempted to do three days of water fasting. And this is going from, like, me eating, like, so many times a day. <laughs> I had this idea in my head that it was going to go so well. Oh my god, I was hit by hunger so bad. So, it was actually really difficult. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, kind of start small, work your way up, because you kind of build a tolerance to it. So, I lasted 27 hours, 27, 28 hours. I was so proud of myself, but I was also, like, really upset that I didn't do three days. <laughs> but that's quite good, though, I would say. And that's literally, like, more than a full day. No food, no nothing. And after that, I found it so much easier to stay away from sugar, to stay away from carbs, to have more willpower and just carry on with the lemon water and making sure I'm staying hydrated and eating better. It really helped, like, a lot. But then after that, it's just, I get sad. I get really emotional and I, I don't know. Then I start going a little bit worse, eating bad things again. Feeling my eczema flare up again. So I'm still working all of this out. Like, I don't know what it is that's really flaring me up. Because I know also that our body tends to have, like, a delayed reaction. But the castor oil is helping me. So if anyone has, um, has eczema, try castor oil. Like, it's really nourishing, and it's really been helping me with my eczema. And I'm going to keep using it, inshallah. Um, and maybe it'll help, you know, because the thing is, the creams, the steroids, all of that, all it does is just mask the pain. Like, steroid creams, all it does is it pushes it back into your body. So it might look like you're okay, and then what happens? Afterwards, it flares up really badly again, right? So... Instead of doing symptom management, we should go and look into what's actually causing the illness in the first place. What is the inflammatory? It could be something in your skincare, it could be something in like your bath products, it could be something in the medications, it could be the food that you're eating. Most likely it's your diet, so that should be the first thing you look at to be honest. But if you're using creams, stop using them. Use natural things like castor oil or olive oil. Because olive oil is good for you as well. And it's really nourishing for your skin. And yeah, work on your diet. Because I think that's something that you can get like tests and stuff for. But my doctors aren't really good. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't trust my doctors. They literally just don't take me seriously. And all they want to do is just prescribe more medications. Like, I swear to God, I'm so done with them prescribing medications. Because I just... It, it doesn't do me any good. Like, I'm allergic to penicillin. They tried to put me on some antibiotics and stuff. And I reacted to those as well, even though they didn't have penicillin in them. Like, I have no idea what's going on. So, I, my body is just rejecting medication right now. Which is, is a good thing, because I'm trying to be more natural anyways. And I'm learning a lot about myself through this entire process. 
so i don't know everything is just a bit of a trial and error <laughs> of living of getting to know your body of getting to know yourself of getting to know allah <sighs> oh forgive me alhamdulillah like I know this is just something that I'm gonna be working through and I guess if I've got any updates I can let you guys know because I don't know have I spoken about my eczema before I have no idea like I've literally been dealing with this for like a year and a half now so alhamdulillah <laughs> for the rest of my life <laughs> to learn how to deal with it now Inshallah, I'll figure it out. <laughs> but all I know is I'm not going back to using makeup. I am a lot more safer in my skin. But just because I feel that way doesn't take away from the fact that I still need to do a lot of self-love work. Sometimes self-love is the most difficult thing ever because it's not just like, oh yeah, I'm telling myself that I'm beautiful and, you know, if anyone says anything different, then I'm just like, no, that's all just a lie. That That's not, like, that's not what I mean here. Like, I have to go back and, and journal about incidences in my life where I didn't feel pretty, where I felt ugly, where I felt abandoned because I was think because of the way I looked like to go back and think about all of those memories is really painful but if I don't bring light to it I can't heal it we can't heal what we don't reveal that's why this honesty and transparency with myself with Allah is the most important thing because I need his help and his support for me to get out of the dip that I'm in and like my coach said a long time ago, when you're in the dip, let the feelings get as big as they need to get. Like, don't stop yourself from feeling sad. Don't stop yourself from feeling angry. Don't stop yourself from feeling resentments or any kind of negativity. Like, just let it out. Embrace and honour your emotions. Get it out on the page, write it out, scream it out if you need to, do whatever you need to, honour your emotions, honour all of them, even if they're not very nice, obviously be careful how you do that, like don't just scream at people and stuff, but everything is meant to come out, and if we suppress our emotions, We'll end up sick. Anyways, I'm gonna get some sleep. And inshallah, I guess I'll update you guys on how things go with my eczema journey. With my emotions. With the things that I'm going through. I'm not a perfect person. Right now, I'm going through a lot. <laughs> and alhamdulillah always. Because regardless... Allah is with us. Allah is with me. He's with you. He's with all of us. So no matter how big or small your problems might seem, just surrender all of it to Allah. Talk to Him. 
include him in your life. Let him be there for you, protecting you. Let him be there hearing you. Let him listen. And ask of him to help you through all of it, for his support, for his guidance, for anything you might need. There is nothing that Allah can't do. Ask him and he will give. Allah is above everything we could imagine. Allahu Akbar is greater than anything we could imagine. He can give more than we can imagine. He can do more than we can imagine. He loves us. And he just wants us to turn to him. So inshallah, I hope this has been a good reminder for everyone. And inshallah, I guess I'll see you all in the next episode. <laughs> Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Have a wonderful day or night wherever you are. And inshallah, see you in my next episode. Assalamu alaikum.